Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Mark Sheldon, who covers the Reds for MLB.com. Mark is coming to you live from his car in the middle of the United States because the Reds caravan is well and alive. And Mark, you are following along as we speak, as we record this podcast on Thursday, January 17th. And What's awesome about this, Mark, is that we have some things that we get to talk about this week um, on the podcast. So first of all, how are you? Are you staying warm? I am well. I'm, I am warm. Uh, I'm currently in Green Greenberg, Indiana uh, for a little stopover to get gas and some food. But I was uh, at this uh, elementary school called Eastside Elementary in uh, Edinburgh, Indiana, which is a very rural area. And I think I showed you a picture of that. And it's... Uh, yeah, we're out here in the we're out there in, in the hinterlands a little bit, but the kids were thrilled. Like, <laughs> I'm seeing uh, Eugenio Suarez, Tanner Rourke, Dick Williams, uh, Tyler Stevenson, and Jim Day. So it's uh, yeah, off to a good start. And I'll I'll probably hit a stop on on Saturday, weather permitting, and then Sunday another stop. Can you paint us a little picture of what's going on uh, at the schools and what your day's kind of been like so far? Yeah, it's uh, the, the team has uh, four buses that go on four different directions. They're going to cover about 38 miles, 3,800 miles combined. And they're going to wow. Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, and West Virginia. And the leg I'm on, not on, but the leg I popped in on was the Western leg. And they're going to be hitting all the Indiana stops. Uh, they'll be at Indianapolis, uh, Muncie, and some other places for evening stops. But what all the stops do is they, during the daytime, they, they visit radio affiliates they visit hospitals. They visit schools. And on this particular thing, the, Re- the Reds had a contest for schools called a uh, caravan takeover where a school could apply, you know, say why they should have a stop. And if, you know, for the Reds, they'll read the, the you know, the, the, uh, the principal or the teacher submissions. And, you know, but based on their schedule and maybe on their story, they will uh, try to make a visit. And this particular school is a small school of like 400 students. And the principal and the, a lot of kids are Reds fans, but it's also a poor district. And they don't, a lot of these kids don't get to go to Reds games. And this is one way for them to connect with Major League Baseball. So uh, the Reds did it, and those kids were, were thrilled. I love that, Mark. That's super cool. 38,000 miles, you said? 3,800 miles. 3,800. Okay, okay. 3,800. <laughs> Not 38,000, but still, um, that's that's awesome. They're, they're doing their community outreach, getting ready for the season, getting everyone really excited. And, Mark, it's also a chance for you as a reporter to get to talk to some of the players for the very first time in this off season, you don't have to wait till spring training. You've got these guys at the caravan. They're a little more relaxed, um, probably open up a little bit more, which is nice. Um, so you've had a chance to talk to Scooter Jeanette and Tucker Barnhart and a Eugenio Suarez so far uh, on this caravan. And I know that if you go to reds.com, your story is live right now um, as we speak. So head over there, but maybe give us a little teaser of uh, what's going on. Let's start with Scooter Jeanette. Yes, I went up to him and, and talked. His uh, arbitration situation was resolved last week. He and the club avoided arbitration with a, a one-year $9.775 million contract. But uh, the downside of that is he was not uh, given a multi-year deal, which is what he's been seeking since July. And he was really hoping that was going to happen, and, and uh, it's not going to happen. The club told him that wasn't going to be possible at this time. So he's going to be a free agent after the season. So he more or less said, he, you know, he's – it would have been nice to sign the contract, but he's also fine. He gets to be on the team another year, and he's looking about you know forward because of all the moves to the coaching staff, the manager, David Bell, and 
couple new players. So he's excited to try for another year and, and hopefully have a, for him, have another good, strong season to build yeah. for free agency. Okay. All right. So, so an update there for Scooter Jeanette, and we've been talking about him all off season and just kind of waiting to see what the Reds would decide on that. And, and um, you know, I guess the silver lining is that he got money uh, and he will play this year. And um, I guess, you know, I'll have to earn another contract um, with, with probably another team come next year. So we'll, We'll keep an eye on that. But Scooter Jeanette, uh, case closed for now. Tucker Barnhart, what did he have to say? Well, Barnhart is a uh, longtime veteran of Caravan. He's a, a, a been a red his entire career, and he signed a one-year <laughs> contract uh, before last season. So he was given a kind of a, a jolt uh, during the winter meetings when there was a rumor that surfaced that he was possibly uh, going to be traded to the Marlins for JT Realmuto. And he, he said it was very stressful for him because it was the first time mm-hmm. he'd been part of a trade rumor. And he was at a Pacers game with uh, former Red Drew Storen when uh, when the, he got the, the word about that. And um, and his agent, you know, he, obviously he's calling his agent. You know, the, the thing with, with Barnhart is that he's been here through the whole rebuild. He's been a big part of the rebuild. Right. And he wants to see it to the end. And he didn't want to go to another club, especially another rebuilding club. He wants to win. And he's hoping that it, it's with the Reds. Um, but he, you know, they didn't tell him he's not going to get traded, but they more or less told him that the rumor was a little, uh, little unreal. Didn't have wings. Yeah. It didn't have a lot of, a lot of wings. Maybe there was some smoke, but there wasn't a lot of fire. Um, but you know, right now he feels pretty calm that he's going to be here, uh, when spring training gets here, but you know, you never know. (laughs) You never know. I know that is, that is the case, but this is really cool. Mark, you getting a chance to to catch up with these guys. And I'm sure you talked a little bit about <clears throat> what they did in the off season, how their families are. And then of course you got to get to the baseball part. So Eugenio Suarez, another guy that that's out there with you today. What did he have to say? Yeah, I was talking to him. He was uh, hugging kids and signing autographs and <laughs> kissing Jim. babies. <laughs> yeah. Jim Day, the, the, the Reds broadcaster was teaching, you know, these, these kids how to pronounce I U Henio phonetically. So uh, it looks like you, you know, on the, on paper, but uh, that was fun. He's always a good nature guy. And this is his first caravan and he's enjoying kind of being out on the road. He doesn't see snow very often being a native Venezuelan and he lives in Miami. So this is a rarity. There is snow on, on the ground up here in Indiana and we're going to get more snow all over the region uh, this Saturday. So he'll get a lot of snow, but he's just excited to be at school at schools and, and seeing the light in the kids' eyes and having fun with them. And Tanner Roark said much of the same thing. He, he just really loved the school visits. And I will say that school had a lot of energy. And the players do. <laughs> Mark, tell me the name of the school again so we can give them a shout out. Yeah, Eastside Elementary in Edinburgh, Indiana. I love that. So this is just the, the first... Uh, this is the beginning, Mark. So where else, where in the world will Mark Sheldon be in the next week? Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't do all the stops or that as many. I, I try to pick and choose where I go. And I think uh, sure. the next thing for me is on Saturday morning, there's a stop at Dayton Children's Hospital about an hour north of Cincinnati. So I'm weather permitting, I'm going to try to make that one. And then on Sunday, they have the big finale at Florence Mall in northern Kentucky about 20 minutes from Cincinnati and that will be everybody from all four stops back together, combining forces and having a big mall stop. And that's usually a, a, a well-attended event. So I will hit that. And then I'll just be available listening to uh, 
potential Reds news uh, during the next few days. That's right. So if you want to, you want to uh, head out and and see these guys and be a part of the caravan. Um, you can go to reds.com and find that information. Another guy, Mark, that you've had a chance to finally start to get to know David Bell, new manager for the Reds. And you have an article coming out. It's not it's not out yet um, about him. But what did you learn from him during this trip? Yeah, at the send-off across from Great American Ballpark, it's his first experience with a caravan anywhere. He never did it as a player for any of the teams he was with. Uh, obviously, this is his first time as a manager, and he's just really excited. It's it's one of those things he, you know, he's also into the energy and he's really, you know, wants to share the vision that he has for the club in 2019. And and what he's been doing, honestly, is just preparing for spring training. He says he's on, a, on the phone with his uh, coaching staff every single day in some sort of conference call, and they're going over preparing for what spring training is going to be like. He says, honestly, that baseball has been one of the last things they talk about because it's what they know already. It's uh, they're, He's going to rely on his instincts about baseball to, to do that part. But it's just planning the camp, planning the way things are going to go. Uh, one of the big things this year that's going to be a little bit of a departure is uh, later start times. He really is big on players getting rest. So instead of an early morning arrival, they're going to keep the clubhouses closed uh, before 8 o'clock, which is most players, a lot of them get there by 6.30. You know, on their own and work out. He doesn't want anyone there before eight. Uh, the workouts are going to start later instead of nine or nine thirty. They're going to start at ten thirty, and wow. and he's going to try to get a lot of stuff in. They're not going to end them earlier and have shorter workouts, but they're going to be work and try to get as much in without really grinding down the players. He wants them to be rested, and I think that's a sign of what he might do during the season. I wouldn't be shocked if the Reds do a few no batting practice, show up at the park at five or th- five thirty, and just go play. So I, I, I'll be interested to see how he does it in the season. Ah, I like that, Mark. That's probably good news for you too as well, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't mind sleeping in a little bit. A <laughs> couple extra hours uh, during a pretty important time of the season, I would say, setting the, the groundwork. And I'm sure the, the players will probably appreciate that as well. So he's off to a good start probably uh, gaining the attention of, of some of those guys. Mark, what else? What else is going on in the Reds' world? Well, the biggest uh... – Shoe that dropped this week was the announced retirement by Marty Brenneman, who is going to retire after this season. Is forty sixth with the Reds. He's a winner. Right. He's a legend in Cincinnati. He's iconic, and he was very emotional uh, talking about it. He was of the mindset that when the day did come that he would retire, no one would know, and he would just work his last game and say goodbye and go off into the sunset and never be heard from again. But uh, the Reds front office had other ideas and they chief, uh, he, he mentioned his conversation with chief operating officer, Phil Castellini, uh, who strongly suggested that Marty make an announcement because it would be more fans. So they have a chance to say goodbye. It's a chance for other ballparks and other clubs to recognize Marty for the years of service. And it's a chance for the Reds to give him the, for what he is grudgingly getting a, fa- a, a final lap. And uh, I think that's great for him. It's great for his family. Uh, I wish him. He's a, become a good friend of mine since I've been here. I got here in two, 2006, and I get to do the second inning on radio with him uh, about every other game, every third game, and it's been a thrill for me. And and uh, But he has a lot of things he wants to do. He wants to travel with his wife. He's got the bug to go to Europe again, and it's a few other things he wants to do while he has his health. And he's not going to do a part-time schedule like Vince Scully did or what Bob Uecker's doing. He wants to just rip the Band-Aid off and yeah. walk away. 
That's incredible. And I know, I mean, I've just seen the outpouring on social media for him and it's pretty special. Um, a guy who spends that much time dedicating to one team and, and a community and um, the sacrifices that he's made to, to bring the game to everyone in such a colorful and passionate way. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, not many people get the chance to own the microphone for that long and do it the way that he did it. So uh, hats off to Marty Brenneman and uh, good luck to the next guy who's got to fill those shoes. Yeah, um, but, era, quite uh, frankly, Danny, it, Marty does yeah. the game unlike anyone else. Most announcers are, are very club supportive, but Marty's always told it like it is. He can be acerbic yeah. and curmudgeonly sometimes. He gets very irritated when they lose or they don't play well. I don't think you're going to see another broadcaster like Marty Brenneman ever again in this game. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, a passing of the torch, so to say. Um, but it, it's I'm glad that he he said something and made the announcement, Mark, so people have the chance to to tell him how much they love him. I mean, some people don't like need to hear that, but um, I think it's nice to be reminded of the of the um, time that you've put into your craft and that it's changed lives. I'm sure he's made a difference and impacted. Um, thousands upon thousands of lives. So uh, that that is pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up uh, during the season, and I'm sure you'll have a lot to report on when it comes to Marty and, and what's going on in his world for this farewell tour, as, as many people have been calling it these days. Uh, Mark, what else? Anything else? I think we got a full plate. I think we're pretty good. Uh, I'll have something on Tanner Roark maybe next week. I got to introduce myself to him for the first time. It was mostly about caravan a little bit about his excitement of the season and getting to meet his new teammates and things like that. And, and we'll just see, it's just been, uh, I, I talked to Dick Williams earlier today and he is still trying to make moves. Uh, they they need a starting pitcher still. They preferably a frontline pitcher and a center fielder. And right now they're weighing on whether they want to do it via trade or free agency. If they do a trade, they'll probably have to part with some very, well-liked prospects and obviously if they do a free agent move they don't have to part with anybody but they'll have to spend a lot of money so trying to figure out which way is the way to go they've been involved in rumors about Corey Kluber this week uh Dallas Keuchel's been in a long you know time rumor so is Wade Miley and uh Gio Gonzalez etc so I'll be curious to see what they'll do the one of the guys they were talking to uh um Holland and uh re-signed with uh that's right. Uh, San Francisco, excuse me. So he's off the off the grid now. So uh, we'll see what they end up coming with. They do need to, they do need a, a starting pitcher for sure, and maybe a center fielder. If you are just coming back into baseball because you also took a nice off season, please go to Reds.com. Check out Mark's work. Go to Twitter. Catch up on what's going on in the Reds world. Um, like we said, you can go to Reds.com right now and check out Mark's story on the caravan scooter Jeanette. Uh, Tucker Barnhart, um, Eugenio Suarez, those guys all around. David Bell story coming out. Mark, as always, I appreciate your time. Thank you for being in a car. Hopefully you're not too cold right now. Um, driving through the middle of the country to cover your team. Thank you, Danny, and have a great weekend. All right, with Mark Sheldon, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.